to Inside 8101, a conversation about preparing students for the world beyond high school. I'm Mike Brennan, president of Holy Family Catholic High School, and I'm excited for this episode of Inside 8101 podcast as I have two incredibly special guests joining me today. Uh, We're going to be talking about an exciting new program launched in the final two weeks of the 2020-21 school year. Uh, So sharing the microphone with me this afternoon is Principal John Doles and our Assistant Principal, Melissa Livermore. Uh, Together, John and Melissa and our entire faculty and staff um, have creatively assembled a two-week curriculum to finish the year strong rather than just fading into that summer sunset. Uh, We're calling this final segment of the learning year May term. It has a, uh, it's got a lot to offer our students um, and we're incredibly excited uh, to be talking about it. Uh, So let's just dive right in. Um, First of all, Welcome, John, Melissa. Thanks. Thanks. Great to have you guys here today. Great to be here. <laughs> All right, so let's dive right in. Um, May term. May term at Holy Family Catholic High School. Um, what is it? Um, and let's if you can offer a real high level sort of definition or description of it, that'd be great. And then we'll we'll dive into uh, the nuts and bolts a little bit a little bit further down the road. So yeah, what's May term? So May term is an opportunity for students to take a wide variety of courses, courses that they wouldn't normally be able to experience within a typical school year. Can you give me some examples? Absolutely. Uh, So today uh, during lunch, some young ladies were showing me their pictures. Uh, They had made pillowcases in their sewing class. Uh, They were very excited about their work. Do they take orders? I, well, I wonder that because one of them, they were with, she was wearing a T-shirt that she's making. So she's oh, wow. wearing it around. Um, so that's one example. Uh, Future so, fashion designers, right? I believe so. Awesome. I believe so. I know the, the, the categories, the, the, the range of categories is, is, is quite extensive. Um, you know, it, it goes anywhere from uh, careers, career exploration and leadership to, to life skills, to finance and marketing. Uh, there's there's courses and about religious themes, um, health and wellness and sports, uh, science and engineering, social topics. Um, it's pretty exhaustive and, and extensive. Um, but I think what's even more impressive are, are what those specific courses are, are really dialing into. So if you could share some, some of those, some of those courses, the course titles, um, I think our, our listeners would love to hear it. Well, the first one that comes to mind for me is the experiments with solar energy. So that one, they're learning about the historical components of solar energy. What's behind it? Uh, Mr. Moss is a part of that. And then you have Dr. Tissel, who's bringing in the engineering and the electronics. And in the end, they're going to have this solar suitcase that they can send off to another country to provide solar energy to a place that doesn't otherwise have a Electricity. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, and and all of the classes are. Uh, they seem so. Uh, they seem so fun they and so in fun. depth mm-hmm. and so. I mean, who wouldn't want to take the God of Men, angels and elves, and superheroes from Doctor McInerney? Like the 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 title itself just makes you want to jump right in. And teachers are diving deeper into their subject areas. Mm-hmm. Um, like we have 
Mr. Egan doing an Irish history class and he wears Irish sweaters, I think, every day. <laughs> <Totally> so, <laughs> so I know that he's really excited about de- diving deeper with students in that topic. I, and I think there's really practical ones as well, like uh, child development. Mm-hmm. Like So once these these students take and I hard to believe it's all girls, but once these girls take this course, then they're ready to go out and, and babysit and they can put tell anyone that they're going to babysit. Like, I know how to take care of a baby because I took this course at Holy Family or um, or, or the practical travel abroad class. Oh, yeah. Like, like Mr. O's class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like teaching them if they wanted to go overseas, what would you do? Uh, how where would you start? What would you do when you were overseas? Like, it's just an amazing uh, concept. Um, it's all how you present yourself. Uh, Leslie Swanson mm-hmm. is teaching that course. And that's about like uh, what do you do at an interview? Uh, how to give a better presentation? Like very practical things that if these students really learn about it, that, that it's going to make them a better student and a better person. Mm-hmm. The leadership in action course is really building those skills. I know we had one of our alumni students, Shruti Iyer, was there today and talking about how she is a leader in her current role. And what I love about it, she also brought in how Holy Family formed that. Um, and these students are, you know, walking away with so much more information and a lot more viewpoints on how to be a leader. And then there's just stuff like, I'm really interested in this, like the fact and fiction of pirates. Like mm-hmm. what, a, what a great, uh, what a great class or intro to law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're thinking that that's something that you want to go into and, and you can dip your toe in that. Yeah. There's a number of, of um, um, career exploration um, opportunities here that I think are really special because, you know, for previous months of the school year, our students are, are working through the, the required curriculum. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, now now there's a chance to explore in a, a more gentle way um, than, than would they if they were to start in college exploring some of these career fields, mm-hmm. you know, pursuing the finance career or the, uh, the, the healthcare career or, I mean, whatever it might be. Um, being able to get a taste of that now and, and be able to ask questions of, of, of professionals, you know, the special guests that are coming in and speaking mm-hmm. to students. Uh, that's a wonderful opportunity and really gives them a head start in that major selection once they get into uh, to college. Absolutely. Yes. And I think like several courses that are directed uh, on that that idea of future, like advanced finance. Mm-hmm. So. What is the stock market? I wish I would have known what the stock market was when I was in high school. Um, And then another one of my favorites is fix it yourself. So (laughs) you punch a hole in the wall. Not that I've ever done that before, but uh, now you're going to learn how to fix that hole or like you can do some basic plumbing or change your oil in your car. Like that's all things that you're going to learn in this fix it yourself course. Like incredible. I know the diversity really is, is pretty, pretty phenomenal. Uh, and you're teaching a course too, aren't you, Mr. Doris? I am. What yeah. might that course be? So I mean, I teach a course called The Pursuit of Happiness. And um, I started to listen to a podcast a, a couple of years ago, and, um, and it was all about uh, the idea of happiness, but, but that happiness, that there's a science to happiness. And, um, 
And so I took the course online. So I, I was a Yale student. I don't know if anybody knows that, but I, I went to Yale, <laughs> passed. Thank you. Um, and and I think it the it, it talks about um, the, the class really teaches the practicality of happiness. If you want to be happy, there's specific things that you can do to be happy. And there's specific things you can stop doing that doesn't make you happy. Um, and, and it's really fascinating. And I think, and I'm teaching it with uh, Mrs. Diggins, and uh, she didn't know she was teaching it at the beginning of the year. And she was like, what am I going to teach? And I said, teach this course with me. Um, and then what happens in life is we get busy, and now she's mostly teaching the course, <laughs> and I'm just helping her. So she's the best. <laughs> and your students are just beaming when they leave, right? Yeah, they're very, very happy. <laughs> That's incredible. So in, in totality, how, how many courses do we have offered approximately? About 40, I would say. So with a mm-hmm. menu of 40 classes, right. there are definite, and some of those are, are and maybe offered you can talk. twice, yeah. But maybe you can talk actually about the structure mm-hmm. and how that's broken down in just a second. But um, with a menu of 40 classes, there's definitely opportunities to satiate the interest or captivate the interest of any student in the building, right? Right. Yeah. That's that's incredible. So actually from a scheduling perspective, would you would you be able to break that down a little bit so that our, our listeners can envision what what a day looks like for our students? Sure. So the the day is split into four different blocks. Uh, they have the opportunity they they have the opportunity to pick um, four different classes, which would be four block periods. But some of our courses are more in depth and need more than just the eighty minutes. So it's an eighty minute block. So some classes said we need uh, one hundred and sixty minutes. So you could take uh, a two block course. Um, so some students have one. One uh, block course in one long block course and two smaller block courses. And some students just have two really long block courses. Mm-hmm. So it depends what they wanted to fill the day with. So let's talk about the development of Mayterm. Sure. Um, so where did the idea start? What discussions or data points, um, what, what prompted this this concept of ultimately ushering ushering in this, this new program at Holy Family? Where did it? What was the the nascence of it? Where did it come from? So I I think that's a great question. I I think it uh, developed very much like like things develop at Holy Family. So... um there, there were a group of, of, of faculty and staff that uh, that got together to uh, discuss a problem. That the problem was our schedule and um, in, in the, the timing of our schedule. So our seniors always get out to about two weeks early, um, and then we have mixed classes and uh, we have AP tests that end about the same time that our, our seniors get out. And there seemed to be this this lull in the school year at the end of the year. And you said at the beginning, it was like we were fizzling out at the end of the year. And it wasn't a, a great way to, to end our year. So, some classes uh, were split classes and there were two kids left in class. What do you do with those two kids, right? Um, at the yeah, same time, how do you, time, keep, engaged, how do you right? keep two kids engaged in a- And maintain the value of right, family education. Right. Yeah, so a group of faculty and staff got together and they said, here's the problem, so what's the solution? And um, and, and hence May term was born. Certainly not overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, how, long, how long of a process? 
the the process was actually um, over two years. So we started in 1920, I think, with our uh, small groups. Mm -hmm. That's 2019, 2020, folks. And then... a whole year of discussing it mm-hmm. uh, before we came to a decision. Then they had a whole year to actually develop their plans mm-hmm. for May term, and, and and then we launched it. So it was very uh, well thought out and very purposeful. And well, and an added benefit too is a, a, a big. And I'll let you talk about it, but a big adjustment that was made to the semester start finish times mm-hmm. of both first and second semester. Yeah, yeah. So the we were able to adjust the entire calendar. So a real big benefit, I think, that um, everybody really appreciates now is we have first semester finals at the end, uh, right before we go to Christmas break. So they're not going to Christmas break and have these finals lingering over their heads and worried about coming back and studying for finals. And for those families that have uh, college age students, now their calendars are looking more similarly. Sure, there's congruency mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think and I think a- that we, I, excuse me, I think sure. that we actually, um, um, when we talked about losing time in the classroom to the core classes, I think we've actually gained time. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is when we get back from Christmas break before we did May term, it it was time to review everything that had been done. <laughs> so so we were really losing two mm-hmm. weeks and then we'd have a week of finals. Um, so you're optimizing time. You're optimizing time. Yeah. And, and I think there's a there's a whole, um, you know, secondary benefit of, of student mental health here mm-hmm. um, you know being able to to actually honestly and earnestly rest and 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 um, you know re-energize uh, during that two week or week and a half long break at Christmas time is significant um, and and a you know again it was kind of a in, in one sense sort of a byproduct of, of the design of May term and and how we fit it into the calendar but it's a it's a significant impact and, and I think uh, something to be celebrated. Um, I'm pretty sure that well, actually, from lunches with <laughs> with kids, they uh, they definitely said that they they appreciated that this year. Mm-hmm. So, and we heard from a lot of our graduates that they wish they were here when we did meet. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so integral to this plan moving forward was was providing our faculty the opportunity to collaborate and brainstorm those classes um, classes that a you know could could reasonably be accomplished in in two or two and a half weeks um, also classes that would be exciting to develop um, and and see classes that our students would would actually be interested in uh, and find uh, valuable in terms of, of contributing to to their their educational experience here um, I'm, I'm I'd, I'd love for our viewers or our listeners rather to, to know um, how what was the process and what was the the coaching or the inspiration that was involved in 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 empowering our, our faculty and staff because it's it's not just our teachers we have staff people mm-hmm. who staff persons who are teaching midterm courses mm-hmm. which is super exciting um, what did that look like how did we because change is hard it is. Mm-hmm. change can be hard mm-hmm. so how, how did you um, energize and empower and inspire our, our faculty and staff to, to be creative here. Yeah, so we had a lot of conversations. Uh, we would bring it up at meetings. I think one of the 
really beneficial brainstorming pieces was we had a board up in the faculty lounge where teachers would write up courses that they were interested in teaching and ones that they were interested in taking. So they were like, well, what is something that I would would have wanted to learn uh, as a student? And then obviously, I think people were having a lot of conversations with students to find out, like, what what are you interested in learning more about? Uh, throughout the years, you always hear about students saying, oh, I wish Holy Family had this class. Mm-hmm. And now we do in mm-hmm. May term. So um, I think that it was just a wonderful way for the staff to share ideas with one another. And then from that, too, like they partnered up. So mm-hmm. you have... a math teacher and a religion teacher doing something together that they wouldn't normally do. Um, And there's just so much excitement about it. And I think that really fed the ideas. Well, and, and I love that because I mean, that's, that's, that's cross pollination, right. Mm -hmm. From, of, of departments who wouldn't necessarily ordinarily be working with one another. And so really all that does is, is is improves and and strengthens the relationship and the collegiality in the mm-hmm. school, which ultimately benefits the experience for our students. So, again, a, kind of another unintended consequence, mm-hmm. but yes. but a wonderful one. Well, and I think too, just to add to that, like our our faculty. They are very knowledgeable in their their subject areas. Like we wouldn't hire them if they weren't, right? right. But um, but they have all these other like strengths and interests that come alive in May term. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who would have thought? Who would have thought any of it, right? Like you're, you you sit there and uh, Elizabeth Pyatt is a great math teacher and kids really like her and she's teaching spring arts and crafts and they're <laughs> loving that class like at the same time she's teaching a, an investment class right, right? Yeah, yeah yeah so it, it it's phenomenal that that it, it it builds not only off of what they were educated for specifically but their interest and love and and how great to educate kids that way right well like, and what does it say say to our kids about our teachers yeah, yeah. they're real people yeah mm-hmm. right yeah and humanizing them in that way again only strengthens the relationships and the culture of holy family um <clears throat> okay so I, I wanted to, to, to be sure to hit this point here um, because I, well, frankly, I think it's it's impressive and it's important. And that's, you know, Holy Family's adding a program here right now. And you read the papers, watch the news, um, school districts um, across the area, the, the, the Twin Cities, the metro area, um, they're, they're doing the opposite, right? They're, they're making cuts. They're, they're making reductions, um, whether that be in their employee base or, or in their programming. Um, and of course that has a, a direct impact on students, the student experience and student learning. Um, we're, we're doing the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course I think it's, uh, of course, be, because we, we see it as a huge opportunity, uh, to not only adjust the school calendar, but, um, as we had said already to, to end the year with a distinctly different approach. Um, and it, and it kind of, it's a beautiful representation, I think, of the way that we do all things here at Holy Family with intentionality aimed directly at benefiting the student experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, what have you heard so far from our students? Um, well, actually, let's go back. What did you hear from our students when we announced this opportunity for them? And then 
follow-up to that is going to be now that we're in three days into this <laughs> or four days into three days into this, um, how's it going? What do you hear in the hallways? So I think I would just say uh, from our juniors, I think immediately they were really excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so a lot of energy, a lot of excitement. Um, and I think our sophomore sophomores were pretty excited. Um, freshmen don't know any different, right? Like no, this is all they, they don't know yeah. that May term is new. They yeah. don't. <laughs> so they were like, oh, <laughs> great. Um, but they were excited, too. And and I think that uh, that's what we're I'm, I'm hearing a lot of energy energy and excitement mm-hmm. around the different courses that they're taking and uh the hallways I, feel different they do yes. mm-hmm. yeah well and initially i think to the testament of it the juniors were having a really difficult time trying to decide which courses to take and they it's a good problem to right have. it yeah. is and they knew like as soon as that opened up that there were some classes that would fill up immediately. So they had their plan of what they were going to do and when they were going to do it, and they selected them and hit submit. Um, so I think that's just a testament of, man, I have a hard time picking classes. Yeah. I want to do all of them. Right, testament yeah. to the quality and mm-hmm. the, the creativity of the design. I know that in senior lunches, um, they were they were disappointed <laughs> that they weren't going to be able to do this this year, um, but they were certainly happy for, uh, for the uh, the rest of the school. Um, okay, so I'm going to fire a couple questions here. I want to get into the nuts and bolts of, of May term. Um, questions. One, who takes it? What students are, are essentially eligible to, to take May term? And um, how do they go about selecting those courses? Go. So the, it is students in grades 9, 10, and 11, because this is, again, after the seniors have graduated. Um, and we put out the schedule ahead of time so they can look at what are their offerings and find the right mix uh, so they know that they have one for each block. We open it up to the juniors first. So they selected courses, and then after a day, we then open up to 10th grade. and then So there's grade. a priority tiered structure. Sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And it is a graduation requirement. So May term is a standalone graduation requirement. Students need to take it and pass it 9th, 10th, and 11th. So it's graded. It is graded. Mm, And I think there's, yeah, and I think there's, uh, I wouldn't say controversy is too strong of a word, but I think there's like maybe a little consternation about, well, it's nine nine to 13 days and and you're going to grade me. And and I think it's important that we grade it. I Mm -hmm. think it's important that our uh, students take it seriously. And and so do our teachers and Mm -hmm. and staff that are teaching take it seriously. Um, And at the end of the day, it it does get weighted in. um, So if you have four classes, you divide your grade by four. And and so if you you take that really tough course, (laughs) and you you didn't do as well as you wanted to, but you got three A's in your other courses, I think that um, that balances that grade a Mm -hmm. a lot. So this this does, it's graded, and it does go on their transcript. It does. Yes. Okay. Um, And the school day, is it still the same same school day? Is it still 8 o'clock to 2.45? Yeah, the timing of the school day is the same. We just switched the... um, the, the courses, the, t- the time of the classes. So sure. they're 85 minute classes. Is mm-hmm. that right? Mm-hmm. 85. Yeah. Okay. So no, no, nothing was ab- abbreviated in these final interviews. No. No. That's wonderful. So the value is still there. Not right. even, even better. Um, okay. Um, how about we wrap up with just a, a few final questions here and 
Um, the first one I would have for you is as a new program, um, you know, it's important that we're, we're always reflecting on our practices, mm-hmm. um, especially a brand new program that's essentially being piloted in year one here. Um, how are we going to measure its success and, and how are we going to conduct that uh, that evaluation to determine um, what tweaks to make, what adjustments to make in the future? Mm-hmm. So I think right now we're doing that informally, uh, talking to students in the hallway and finding out what has their experience been. Uh, We also have the initial data point of which courses did students gravitate towards, and maybe we need to consider offering more of that or that type. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a a formalized mm -hmm. uh, evaluation that every course will will be formally evaluated. And not like it's not going to be a 12 to (laughs) 20 question evaluation, but um, to say what did they get out of the program? What did they get out of the class? Would they recommend it to their friends? Um, But we're also going to uh, do something with our teachers, have them evaluate the program and how would you teach it differently? Would you teach this course again? Um, because I think they get a first shot at it as well. Okay. Well, last question, um, because it's actually been, been posed to me twice in the last uh, two weeks. Yeah. Um, so we, we know we've already, we've already shared that teachers and staff uh, are the ones that are, are, are teaching these, these midterm courses and have developed the midterm courses. But what about community members, mm-hmm. parents, um, um, past parents, alumni parents, alumni? Um, are there opportunities for, for other people uh, to teach midterm courses in the future? Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. If you have a class that you want to teach, let They'd us know. We'd love to have you. Yeah. Great. All right, guys. Thank you both for sharing the story behind Mayterm today. Um, and folks, if you'd like to know more about Mayterm, uh, please visit our website at hfchs.org and select Mayterm under the academics page. Uh, and thank you all for joining us at Inside 8101. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave your comments. You can find more episodes of Inside 8101 on Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Until next time, Live Jesus in our hearts forever. forever.